Welcome to the Tabletop Sportscast with your host, James Gast. In this show, I'll take you through my favorite hobby, tabletop sports. I'll talk to you about how I plan projects, maybe review a few games, and even share a few replays from my tabletop. Today's episode is dedicated to how I choose projects. So recently I received the 1985 Major League Baseball set for History Maker Baseball from Play Games. Now what I'm trying to figure out is what exactly type of project do I want to do? So in an earlier episode, I talked a little bit about how I would size up projects. So right now what I want to do is take an approach of with baseball, I usually tend to choose the larger projects. It's something that um, again, I want to get fully engaged in. I like doing a lot of stat keeping when it comes to my baseball replays. Um, I find that you know right off the bat, the seasons tend to be a little bit longer. So I'll tend to side on the larger side when it comes to baseball projects. Now, 1985 was an interesting year. Uh, just to do the brief history of the season, there were a couple of great races across the board. Um, the American League East saw the Toronto Blue Jays win 99 games, um, just edging out the Yankees, who won 97 games. The Kansas City Royals won the AL West with 91 wins, one game ahead of the California Angels, six games ahead of the Chicago White Sox. In the National League, the St. Louis Cardinals had the best record in baseball with 101 wins finishing three wins above the Mets. And in the National League West, it was the Dodgers with 95 wins, finishing five and a half games ahead of the Reds. The World Series that year came down to the St. Louis Cardinals facing off against the Kansas City Royals with the Royals coming out on top. There were also several great individual performances. Um, Taking a look at some of the award winners, you have to start right at the top with Dwight Gooden's unbelievable Cy Young effort, 24 and 4, a 153 ERA, and 268 strikeouts. Uh, you've also got Willie McGee in the National League hitting 353. And um, Vince Coleman winning Rookie of the Year with his 110 stolen base season. And then in the American League, uh, the Cy Young went to Brett Saberhagen on the Royals team. He went 20-6 and six with a 287 ERA. Don Manningly had a really good year. Um, 1985 saw him hitting 324 with 48 doubles and 35 home runs along with three triples. Um, as he wins the American League MVP. So those are usually some of the early factors that I'll use in starting to figure out like which direction do I want to go in terms of a replay. So let's walk through a few different options that are presented. Um, first and foremost would be obviously doing a full season replay. And as I've said in an earlier episode, when you start to think about the size of doing it a full Major League Baseball replay where you would play every single game gets a little daunting. You're talking, you know, thousands of games to get through, and it could take you years to do a replay like that. 
Um, I might do that eventually down the road with some special seasons. I don't think this is quite the one that I would want to do. So let's start with some individual performances. Um, Dwight Gooden, like one of the options is always to pick a pitcher and see if you can replicate their season. Um, pretty small project size, you know, for someone like Dwight Gooden, he probably made, I think he made 35 starts in 1985. So I'd only have to really play 35 games to see if I could replicate his season. Uh, same goes for any of the other starting pitchers. Well, which could include Brett Saber again. Ron Guidry had a great year that year. Um, John Tudor for the Cardinals had a great year. Like any of those seasons could be replicated with just playing a handful of games. Uh, then there's some of the hitters. Um, taking somebody like Mattingly, for instance. So Mattingly played in 159 games. So that might require playing pretty much the Yankees schedule if I wanted to replicate the Mattingly season. Um but, you know, maybe he, it's, it's certainly not every single game. I'd save myself, you know, two or three games if I only wanted to see the games that Mattingly played in. Um, could do that for any of the others as well, like a Vince Coleman season. You know, Wade Boggs hit 240 hits, I think, that year. So that would be another season worth looking at from a hitter standpoint. Um, so those are options if you wanted to try to replicate, like, a great individual performance. Then there's um, just trying to, you know, take it from the team approach. Like, what team would I like to see maybe, you know, reproduce? Uh, maybe you've got a favorite team. Like, for me, it would be the New York Mets. And I would love to see if I could maybe get them over the top. You know, they only lost the East by three games. Could I figure out how to maybe manage them a little differently and get them over the hump and, and maybe catch the Cardinals and, and win the NL East? That's something I could try to replicate. I could even try to replicate maybe a race of playing maybe two teams, slightly larger project, but now you're talking maybe 162 games. Um, as you know, someone who grew up on Long Island, like 1985, a lot of the talk throughout the summer was maybe this could be the year for a subway series, which hadn't happened since uh, the Dodgers and Giants had left town. You know, we ended up having to wait until like 2000 for that to take place. But this was a year with the Yankees being so close and the Mets being so close. Maybe I try to replay both of their seasons and see if they can come out on top. Um, if there was a great race between a specific division, like most of these came down to one or two teams per division. But like I'm, I'm currently playing through the 1940 American League season. And the reason I chose that one is... Um, and I actually am doing a replay where I picked the race up on September 11th of that year when five of the eight teams were within six games of first place. So set it up for that great stretch drive at the end of the season to see if the Tigers would hold on or if somebody else would overtake them and playing all the meaningful games as the season goes out. Um, even from like just September 11th to the end of September in 1940, that season was going to end up being like probably over 70 games played by the time I was done. So smaller size project, but you know, great to see that race unfold. Um, 1985 probably doesn't provide that type of an approach. There's also some great like what if scenarios, you know, what if 
the rosters were a little different. You know, 1985 was an interesting year that um, Tom Seaver, who had had his second stint with the Mets come to an end, was back with the Chicago White Sox. And I think 85 may have even been the year that um, Seaver won his 300th win. Yeah, what if Seaver was pitching on the Mets in 1985? You know, what if they had still had somebody like Nolan Ryan on their team in 1985? Um, so you can do a lot of like roster manipulation and as part of a what if and and move some people around. Um, what if baseball hadn't expanded to 26 teams in 1977? So what if there was no Mariners and no Blue Jays? You know, certainly the race would have been different. Blue Jays were a division winner in 1985 for the first time as they kind of skyrocketed over those then through the mid eighties to really become like a dominant team in the AL East. But what if there was no Blue Jays and no Mariners and those players were dispersed on the other teams? You could take that kind of an approach. Um, I've even seen some um, players out there in the community who have said, well, what if we had a different division structure? You know, what if they had gone with more of the three divisions per league? Uh, what, what if the National League had more of a look of the current National League format with uh, East, Central, and West? You know, certainly all of a sudden the Mets facing off against the Expos, the Braves, and the Phillies in their division, you know, minus the Marlins who have, wouldn't have joined yet, but you know, all of a sudden, like the race with the Cardinals is non-existent, at least for the regular season title. And the Mets probably go become like runaway winners for the National League East. Uh, the Cardinals would probably be the, the runaway winners in the Central and the Dodgers would win the West. And, you know, based on overall records, the Reds would probably be the wildcard team. You know, you could take that approach. Um, even if you took the more modern day approach now with, um, two wild card teams. It might be a one game playoff between the Reds and the Expos that year to see who would advance in the playoffs. So, some interesting things you could do in terms of what ifs, playing around with the style of tournaments. Um, or you could even go in a completely different direction and say, well, what if this uh, league looked very different and wasn't set up the same way as Major League Baseball is set up today. Um, maybe, you know, I played around a little bit like what if Major League Baseball filed something like uh, the English professional soccer leagues and had like three divisions with a Premier League, a Champions League, and then, the you know, their sub league. You know, what would that look like? And, and actually did a little um, replaying like if I'd started with 1969 and moved teams around based on their win-loss records, where would they end up? And in that case, like the Mets would have been in the bottom division and it would have been seeing like, can they make it to a promotion? You know, can they get promoted to the Champions League? Um, they would probably be a very dominant team in a lower version there, lower, lower league um, as they tried to fight for promotion. Um, so that's an approach you could take of just saying, like, take a completely different what if scenario. Um, you could even play with different rules. You know, what if they didn't play nine innings? What if they only played seven innings? What if Dwight Gooden was pitching in a four man rotation as opposed to a five man rotation? 
You know, where would he, what would his numbers look like if he was pitching 40 games instead of 35? Um, what if they only played a short season? Would these records work out the same way or could somebody get hot and all of a sudden have a very different result um, by year's end? Um, I even played around with the idea of with 1985, like what if players didn't even have free agency? So what if they really stayed for the most part with their original franchise and only got traded when there was kind of a glut at their position? You know, what would the rosters look like then? Um, so those are all different, like, what if scenarios that you could kind of play out there. So then what have I decided on doing? Um, I'm probably going to actually do two projects out of this, um, potentially. So I have played around with the idea of replaying the Dwight Gooden series. I, I, I'd actually done a Dwight Gooden project a few years ago, but I did a very different one with his 1985 season. Um, in that one, I actually created all the cards for the season myself, and I actually took um, the rosters as they stood in 1985 for the NL East, but then gave every player there their best career season. So you saw some very different rosters, you know, like that year, the Mets roster had, uh, you know, if you go around there infield, you know, Gary Carter had one of his great Montreal seasons. You know, Keith Hernandez was using his 1979 MVP season with the Cardinals. Um, George Foster, his 50 home run season with the Reds. Dykstra had his, you know, great batting year with the Phillies in the early 90s. So, you know, Hojo had his 30-30 season, you know, later that he had later on had with the Mets. So you had all these different um, performances. And then there's Dwight Gooden with his 1985 season. So that was another approach that I had taken. But I think what I'm going to do this time is, is either – do a small project as a kind of precursor and just kind of knock out like a quick, like over the course of maybe um, a few weeks, just knock out like a 40 game season for good. And then see like, what would it look like if he had gotten 40 starts? You know, could he get, could he get close to 30 wins? Um, be really interesting to see if I can get a 30 win season with him. Uh, but then I think the, the real big project that I'm going to do is again, going back to one of the ideas I mentioned earlier of, could we get a subway series and I'll play out the Yankees and I'll play out the Mets seasons all told and be playing like, you know, 320 plus games. Um, but as an extra piece of that, I'll be doing game day results for all the teams. You so use history maker baseball as the game day results. So I'll get a chance to see like what the ebb and flow is for all the teams as they go through there. And that'll help me understand a little bit better of like, even though I'll do instant results for them for the most part, it'll give me a better feel for like where the team is um, in terms of some of the streaks that are happening with the team, especially when they are going to face um, either the Yankees or the Mets. So that's just a little walkthrough on what the different options are in terms of how you would play out um a project like how do you plan out a project so again for me baseball tends to be on the larger side it's the sport that i like to really sign up for my larger projects with and and that's how i'll usually approach it when i get a card set is think about like first the historical look at that season 
then think about the different options from the individual to the team to the league and then finally settle in on just like what feels like the right project at that point and generally it's going to be something a little different than the last one that i had done so that's it i appreciate you listening in and uh tune in next time for our next episode thanks